Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And before we start, I just want to offer my thoughts and prayers to our president and the first lady as they travel this difficult journey of COVID-19. I know. I mean, look, we were just talking about this before. I am not a, I'm not a Trump fan, but I'm not going to be dancing with glee that anybody has it. Even my worst enemy, Donald Trump, who I hate the most of any human being on the planet. I hate him. And I still, I'm like, okay. I, I, I acknowledge that you have this disease. I'm not, I just, I can't be like gleeful about it. I, I'm just like, it's a disease. Like I don't want it. I don't want to be happy that anyone has it. I just acknowledge that it exists and I don't like Donald Trump, but I don't, I just, it just, I'm so afraid of COVID right now. No, it's good. I mean, you're a better person than I am because I like a lot of people on the internet last night. I did get a rush of glee, I think, because it is this, this ironic in the, in the true sense of the word, mm-hmm. uh, like, I mean, you said before we start recording, you don't believe in karmic retribution. I am agnostic, I guess, about karmic rest- retribution, but because he's made, he's made all of us so unsafe, uh, I do take pleasure in his illness. Um, and I guess I'm saying it publicly. Well, yeah, a lot of people do. I mean, I was, I also said before, like, I just, I have never, I never, I've never experienced like schadenfreude like that. Like I don't experience it. I, I mean, I, unless it's like in a movie or something, but like in real life, if someone gets like, whenever someone gets like something bad happening to them, I feel bad. Even if they, they did something bad before, like, it's just how I am. Like, I just don't want to see like, and the other thing that I said, and I'm not trying to be like a moralizing bitch or anything, but it's like 200,000 people have already died in America of COVID. Um, I think that's the number. And Mm -hmm. it's like, 
there's like over a million people have died of it worldwide and it could affect any human body. So like, I just feel like if I start laughing at people getting it who I don't like, it's like, I'm saying like, it's some sort of punishment or like I'm laughing at the people who maybe didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, it's not like COVID isn't a punishment and like disease isn't a punishment for doing something bad. And that's just like a belief that I hold. And you're right. It's a part of human life and it affects all of us equally. And if we like, and I just, I don't, I cannot, I just can't go there, but not to be, not to, not to be a bitch about it and not to be like a Trump defender or something. No, I don't think you're a Trump defender at all. And I don't think you're like judging people for their honest reactions. You're no, it's, I mean, people react different ways. I feel, I I don't think I'm as much of an empath as you, or like I do experience schadenfreude, but I understand what you're saying sometimes. And actually for me, maybe it is the opposite. It happens more in movies when like bad people get their comeuppance in movies I sometimes feel like that retribution is a little harsh and I I get especially in like not necessarily horror movies but um in any type of movie where like the bad guy gets like killed I'm always even in like Disney movies when I was a kid I always felt really queasy when you know Gaston like fell off the edge of the house yeah I mean Gaston gets it really bad and like Gaston doesn't really deserve I mean look he's an asshole but I don't know that he deserves to get thrown off a building yeah yeah all those uh those Disney movies have really harsh karmic retribution I mean Gaston got it bad what happens to Ursula they all like Ursula and Jafar they always turn into like this big monster and then at their (laughs) highest power they get murdered like yeah I think that was Maleficent started that trend and then there was a bunch of Maleficent turns into a big dragon. Right, yeah. And then Ursula turns into like, I think also a dragon or just a bigger octopus. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, she's turning into a big octopus and she's like in the sea or whatever. Yeah. Out of the ocean. But how do they, how could Ariel kill her? Ariel can't do shit. No, Ariel doesn't do shit. I think it's Triton or Eric. One of them has like that, the pitchfork Dumb thing guy. and like electrocutes him. Electrocutes her. Dumb guy. But yeah, I guess I feel worse for Disney villains than I do for real villains well trump is like a disney villain but less charming yeah he's like gaston and ursula he's the most like gaston who's like gaston is like a blowhard that i don't really enjoy watching and that's like trump but Mm -hmm. i hate trump more than gaston (laughs) um (laughs) i'm so stupid what am i talking about i don't know (laughs) i hate it uh well while some of us were getting sick from covid others of us were getting sick from ordering too much cheesecake factory holy fucking shit brian is it you it is me oh my uh, god i stand humbled and ashamed and i hope ashamed. i hope that i learned something from my experience you you look you only live once and like yeah that's for sure it's, i mean god help <laughs> me when i get my cholesterol taken in a few weeks uh, oh yeah. Well, you, now you have a couple weeks to get it back. Yeah, right? I have to. I have to really cool it. Uh, I just ordered. Well, because like John and I wanted different things, so we just ordered a bunch of shit, and then I actually oh, was good. Tell us everything you got. Tell us everything okay. you got, Brian. Here's my here. my cheesecake factory haul. I got <laughs> uh, classic Buffalo blasts. I love the Buffalo blasts. Those are the Those wontons are like filled with. Hmm? I, oh, I sorry. I was just guess. I was trying to remember what those were. They're they're like buffalo chicken filled wontons. Okay. 
then usually I get like the Southwestern chicken egg rolls, but this time I got the avocado egg rolls and I like, I like those. Those are good. I, I like the sauce. It comes with like a sugary cilantro sauce, but mm, I, I've I like always thought that cilantro needed more, <laughs> more sugar. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I like the chicken ones better, especially getting it delivered. The avocado doesn't, um, travel well. Yeah, the beauty of those things is you got to have that crispy crust and then the like, you know, creamy avocado mm. inside. Mm. Um, then for my entree, I got the Louisiana chicken, which, or Louisiana chicken pasta. So it's like bow tie pasta with like three whole fried chicken breasts on top and in like a, like they call it spicy, but it's not very spicy, a, sort of a mushroom cream sauce. Um I still have that. That's one of the ones that I guess a lot of like cheesecake factory heads really love that entree. I'd never gotten it before. It is, it is very I've good. I've never had that either. And then John got a like barbecue bacon cheeseburger thing that looked good. Um, and then here's, here's what the problem was is we both wanted different slices of cheesecake. I, so I okay. got the, I got the pineapple upside down cheesecake. Oh, wow. That is a wild choice. Uh, I love fruit. I just love like fruit cheesecakes, like tropical fruit, anything. I usually get the, the key lime mango one, but they had the, the pineapple upside down cake one. And then John got like a chocolate caramel one with Snickers bars or something. Uh, okay. That I, sounds good. I always get a chocolate one. Like I like the, there's one that's like turtle or something. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into like a chocolatey cheesecake they're all really good the, and I, I was so good having all of the different things on my table I took one plate and I just made myself a plate and I didn't allow myself to like go back for seconds but then Interesting. then I ate I just ate my entire piece of cheesecake and that was really the that was what that was my tragic flaw was your fatal flaw is that my, you eat the entire I yeah and I shouldn't and, and it they don't look that big they really don't it looks like a normal size slice of cheesecake but i don't know what it's richer it's richer than anything you've had in your life and it's so crazy I, I don't know how they make it it's probably just like all butter yeah i i, I probably ate an entire stick of butter uh and immediately it gives you a headache yeah it gave it gave me a headache it gave me like clammy skin it gave me chills i really felt like I was having a, like a diabetic response. Uh, and I I don't, I don't, I've never had diabetes. I don't really know what that feels like, but I imagine that that's, it was just sort of beginning and I I was feeling really, yeah, like sweaty and clammy and also just really full. Uh, but then I watched the Oprah interview of Mariah Carey and like slowly felt better. Oh yeah. That will bring you back to health for sure. And then I didn't have breakfast this morning. I did have like a little lunch before the podcast, but I still, I still don't feel a hundred percent. I still feel like icky and heavy. I don't know. Well, wait, so was this last night? Yeah, last night. Oh man. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. I, um, well, I kind of ate bad too, but we've been like, (sighs) Like, we're going to order pizza tonight. We already decided, but we both were like, all right, we won't eat all day until we get the pizza. So, like, I haven't eaten anything, and neither of Brian. 
Yeah. And then we did the same thing yesterday, but sort of by accident and like got Taco Bell. So like, we're not being great, but we're eating like once. No, if you, if you do one meal a day, I think you can literally eat whatever you want. Whatever you want. But it's like, you want to get those nutrition, those nutrients. And you don't want to just be like, yeah, I'm like completely made out of like air and Taco Bell. No. And I'm so glad I didn't, I couldn't even, usually I go grocery shopping on Friday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't even, I was so disgusted by food. I couldn't even go to like the store today. Uh, but I mean, that's the time when you should actually go. I know. Right. Cause I won't get any, cause I'll, I'll go to, yeah, like Trader Joe's and I'll get, you know, four different packs of like weird candy that they have. Oh my God. I go so crazy at Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah, but I got my CSA box and I have my, my pumpkin in hand. So I'm going to make next to you. Yeah. Tomorrow night I'm going to make like a vegetarian pumpkin soup and then hopefully just like detox and eat that for the next few days. Oh yeah. You'll be fine. The human body is resilient. especially The cheesecake factory. Look, it's meant to be eaten so it is between and i'm not saying i'm throwing away my leftovers like i'm gonna have the rest of that louisiana chicken pasta tonight oh my god yeah oh that sounds really good do you know what i love from cheesecake factory so much is their chicken piccata i almost got that and then on their like skinny licious menu or whatever which is what i ordered um they have this one that's like it's like a version of it. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's the same thing, but I think like smaller portions basically. Oh. And it's like, they claim it's only 500 calories. I seriously don't believe them at all. Cause it's like a huge plate of pasta with chicken on it. Yeah. Like there's no way, but whatever that is truly, truly so good. Uh, yeah. Normally that would make me really hungry now. I mean, I haven't felt this way in a while. Like I haven't really stuffed myself in months. And so that's, I guess, progress. Oh, yeah, um, that's great. But, yeah, I'm just trying to drink I mean, to be full for two days, that's... You're king, Brian. I'm I mean, a king. So this is how people used to eat. Kings and queens who ever experienced that. Now, all you have to do is fucking fire up Postmates, and you've got Cheesecake Factory delivered straight to your door. It's so dangerous uh but i'm glad i'm glad that it made me feel bad because and also it's also like very expensive for delivery food like we spent so much money on everything that's the thing about cheesecake factory and also places like chilies and like stuff like that you know brian and i always like to go there for like some sort of silly little silly date or whatever but it's like really not cheaper than going to like a nice restaurant or it's like maybe like a little bit less expensive but not not by much like you might as well go someplace like you know nice but yeah the only thing that makes it less expensive is because you will not get a fancy bottle of wine uh i get wine at those or (laughs) if i go to Chili's, like i will get a margarita like yeah but like you'll get I think one drink maximum at those places because they're so mm-hmm. gross and sugary. Whereas like at a norm, like a normal nice restaurant, I could throw back like, you know, two cocktails and half a bottle of wine. And then, and then the bill is mm-hmm. creeping two up. Cocktails there. and half a bottle of wine right now. I think that's what I need. I need, I need to start my day with a fucking bottle of wine <laughs> and just, to get, just to get through it. That's like my new plan. Uh, it's plan. like nine thirty, and I'm like, Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. That's like that. There's that 70s diet that was going around social media that's... Um, what? See, I haven't been on social media, so I don't know about this, but that's... I want. I need to be on a 70s diet. Like, 70s diet, 90s diet, 80s diet. Those are the guys. Yeah. Whatever, cottage cheese, give it to me. Like, those are my diets. 
I think the diet is you just open a bottle of wine in the morning and for breakfast, you have a glass of wine and like a hard boiled egg. Is this for, real? Yeah, it's re- it was, yeah, it was real in the seventies or whatever. What kind of, okay. Uh, and then lunch, I think you have another glass of wine and then some like another egg or uh, a little bit of steak or something. And then I remember dinner is- Steak? Make, yeah, you make yourself a steak and um, you finish the bottle of wine, but it said no more than one bottle of wine per day per person. Yeah, I think I could do that. Uh, I mean, all- No more than one bottle of wine per day per person? Yeah, that was the rule. But that will, won't that kill you? No, I think most people drank that much back then. So one egg. One egg hard boiled, one glass white wine, dry, yeah. preferably Chablis, black coffee. Ooh, oh, that's, that's oh. what you, yeah, you have to have the coffee too. Well, if I have the coffee, can I have the coffee and then wait and then brush my teeth and then wait 30 minutes and then have the glass of Chablis? I don't know if that works metabolically. Then for lunch, you have two eggs, hard boiled is best, but poached if necessary, two glasses of white wine and black coffee. And then for dinner, you have five ounces of steak grilled with black pepper and lemon juice remainder of white wine one bottle allowed per day and then you have more black coffee at night I, oh yeah at night so this I, says you lose five pounds in three days hey if i started doing this i'm not kidding you brian would like literally like have me committed like he would be like you are you need to go to it inst- like if i woke up in the morning and started pouring myself a glass of chablis he would like really really get mad at me <laughs> but if you just did it for three days to see like, if you would if lose five diet, and then i just have to keep doing it for the rest of my life yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's like i don't think i could do i mean the coffee is that's the only way that you would shit doing this diet is to drink an ungodly amount of coffee. Yeah, you're not getting any fiber. Zero fiber. You Well, it's because every day, I think the idea is that like, you know, you're unsatisfied with what you're eating, but you don't care because you're drunk, right? Yeah, and you're, you're, well, I guess there's like a fair amount of protein, so it's a small amount, but yeah, maybe you wouldn't be that hungry. Uh, I don't know. It sounds... Like I could do it for a day. Three days sounds tough. I honestly, I'm feeling sick just thinking about it. <laughs> this is so funny. I said, I'm reading about it in Vice. She says, it says to do it on the weekend because it makes you fuzzy. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> That's so funny. One time a guy, when I first got my first apartment, I had like a cable guy come or something. Like it was like, I was just moving in and I had like a bottle of like, some weird like 22 year old girl like flavored vodka or some shit sitting out that someone had given me or whatever and this guy saw it and he he was like you like to get bubbly huh and I was like what he's like I can tell you get bubbly because I had a bottle of vodka and I was like I don't know I guess and then I was like I'll just be in the other room let me know if you need me you like to get bubbly oh that's so disgusting I know that's like it's like fuzzy what women have to deal with in this world i don't oh (laughs) i know (laughs) um yeah it was so gross but um i want to oh oh wait i want to talk about one other thing because you just reminded me yeah have you watched the social dilemma no is it worth watching 
okay. I, look, here's the thing. I was talking to our other friend, friend of the pod, Bridget, about it because I told her about this writer named Shoshana Zaboff, who like I got really into earlier this summer and was like kind of part of the reason that I'm like really, really not doing social media anymore. I mean, I still have my accounts, but I like deactivate them all the time. And then I'll go and just like look around and then go off and like not really post anything. I'm like, I think also that's why like some people try to like contact us on Instagram, which is like, I always want to know if you're contacting us, but it's like, I might not see it. Cause I'm like really not on social media right now, but, um, it's like, she, she's like a genius. And like the stuff that she was saying was so terrifying to me. And I was, and she wrote this incredible book called the age of surveillance capitalism, which is like all about what the social dilemma is about. And then I was like, so I told our friend Bridget, I was like, I feel like too advanced to watch this movie. Cause like, I think I already am going to know everything that's in it. And I did. And it's like kind of made, it's like kind of like an after school special. It kind of feels like it's for kids. If you have kids, you should show it to them. Cause it's like, it ha it's, they'll probably think it's cheesy, but it has like really good information in it about like social media and stuff. But I think adults should watch it too, because it's like Shoshana is in it. Mm. I mean, I should call her like Dr. Zuboff or whatever, but I don't really know how to say her last name. I know how to say Shoshana. I'm sorry, but like whatever. So like I, she's in it, but like as a talking head and like a bunch of other people are in it too. And it's just, it has really good information about social media and like how it works. And like the thing that freaks me out about what she says is like, you know, nothing is free. And so if, social media is free for you to use it's because you're not the customer you're the product and they're selling you so like that's what freaked me out about it the most and then the documentary gets into it a little bit more in like kind of a boil like a an easy palatable way that like might like a teenager might understand yeah. and then there's like a lot of other reading you can do that like talks about it like in in more depth i do recommend it uh yeah i'll try to watch it i i, I think i sort of felt like you that i in the abstract, I know this stuff. Like I know social media companies are used for, for data collection and you know, you are the product. Um, but yeah, I should, I should still watch it. Sometimes it's those Netflix documentaries, sometimes I like those, those type of ones. Sometimes I like them and sometimes they're like very stupid and I couldn't tell I which one this I was. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, it's not stupid. It's just very like simple. Cause it's yeah. for like, it wants to like, it really wants to like get the information out to everybody. That's so good. It's That's not, good. But it's, but it's, it's good. I like, I think it's good. I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. Uh, news. Well, there was big, big Gwyneth news this week uh, because she celebrated her 48th birthday. Oh, and she posted a nude, nude. online. T tasteful tasteful nude on instagram uh sort of a, a profile full body profile um you know she's she's a beautiful lady it's one of those pictures where it's like you know tasteful nude you, she's naked but you can't see anything exactly um and they, yeah they also launched i guess i'll get into this in the newsletter but they launched a body butter for her birthday a goop happy birthday making and selling body butter <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah she's a libra which is it libra? oh yes yeah. Yeah. my ex-boyfriend ex-ex-boyfriend was a libra i i don't think i know too many libras that's not a, a a sign that i'm friends with naturally i mean they might be i think i don't know but i think that they're kind of they're kind of like yours they're kind of like um you're a Sagitt you're scorpio capricorn but i'm scorpio rising 
Right. Brian's a, Brian's a Scorpio. Scorpios are like really intense and like forceful and like whatever. And like kind of, but also like dynamic and like kind of whatever. I think that Libras are kind of like that too. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But you know what? I really don't know. And, and it's like kind of all bullshit. It's fake. Any other news? There's Anything one else? really big piece of news, but I'm going to save it for my list because it's like too crazy. Okay, cool. Uh, well, let's start with the list then. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. is your best of the week? Okay, my best of the week, of course, was holy fucking shit, Jean's blowout piece. <laughs> I loved this article. So Jean, okay, so I was like, Jean needs to do more. More Ask Jeans needs to be like, how do I get this look? Or how do I do X, Y, or Z? Most of Ask Jean is like, hey, Jean, like, what's a $46 salt scrub that I can purchase from your website? And she's like, why this one, of course? Like, that's mostly what Ask Jean is. And it's like really annoying. I understand that they're selling products, but it's like they're selling them in the guise of like, this is also kind of a magazine or something. So why don't you read this whole thing? And it's yeah. like, you need to put more into it than just like, you know, the bare bones minimum. So this was really in depth. And this one was more like an infomercial than like a Jay Peterman catalog. I have to be honest. I didn't read most of it because I have no use for a blowout. I've never gotten a blowout. And I saw that this whole, this whole thing had like 17 steps. So I just it skipped it. It had a lot of steps, but it was like, this is how you get like a blowout, like the salon quality blowout and how you do it yourself. And it did have more steps than necessary and had a lot of products that are probably unnecessary or that you don't need to spend the amount of money. Cause like they have like, um, Oh, like one of my favorite hacks, they have the hair towel. They have the $30 hair towel, which I'm pretty certain is the exact same hair towel, the same material as like ones that you get for your dogs at Petco that are like $5. So like, I don't think you need that. And then it's like, they have all this crazy, you know, the bomb yard beauty, but then a lot of, which is $46, but then they have like other like texturizer, like a texture cream and like a soothing, like serum thing. Those are like, that were like in the 20, like $22 yeah. or something, which is like not crazy. But then the main thing was this guy, um, Harry Josh, Harry Josh. Is that his name? Yeah. They've talked Harry about Josh, him before. Like a blow dryer expert or something. I guess he's like a hair, he's got his own line of fucking products or whatever. So he was like telling you like, why his blow dryer is really good, which I also, I mean, I doubt you need it. And like, maybe if you had all this stuff, you would have like a really, really good blowout. But I think that just like, I mean, it basically was just like section your hair and blow dry. I mean, I guess it wasn't really that. <laughs> now that I'm like explaining out loud what it was, was it really that revolutionary? But, but it's good but to have a step-by-step -step sort of how-to list. I, I, I think that that, is just helpful to lay it out that way. Cause something like blow drying your hair could seem overwhelming if you. I don't, does it seem overwhelming? Well, I, I don't know. I, I, all I know is women will spend money going to places to get a blow dry. So I so assume. It's not a blow dry, it's a blow out. Blow so out. they're oh, like is there a difference? styling it as okay. they're doing it. So they're not just drying your hair. Yeah. They're like, you know, and it's like, you can, it's also, it's like kind of hard to do it yourself. Like you can, but it's like, you have to like curl it under the thing and like pull it out really slow. And it takes a really long time. And like your arms get tired and like, it's just like, it takes like an hour to do it. And it's like, you just want to have someone else do it sometimes. And also like, I don't know, they, I don't know, they put all like the good products in it and stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know, whatever. I, but now obviously no one's getting a blowout. So you have to do it yourself. 
yeah and what i mean i guess if you have a lot of like important zoom meetings or you're going to be you know on camera if you're like a news anchor or something but other than that i don't really see why you even need to give yourself a blowout yeah maybe just like it feels good like i did like a whole I don't know. I mean, I'm still, I'm not giving myself blow. I haven't blow dried my hair. I don't think this whole, maybe I did one, one or two times, but not anything crazy, but like, I definitely haven't done anything, but I'm like coloring my hair and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like get a hair mask last. I think it just like feels good feels to like good. take care of yourself. Yeah. I need to give myself another haircut and I need to, I like, now I shave at most once a week. And, uh, usually if I'm being honest, like once every two weeks and I could, I could look a little more presentable on camera but i'm really I mean, usually just yeah, talking to you not with me <laughs> um, um but there was also like a really good tip in this but i'm saving it because that's my thing i would try because i was like so i really had never heard this before oh wow I, that's actually a really good tip. all right well stay tuned for that tip yeah my yeah. my best was a beautiful gorgeous top 10 list Clean Beauty Greatest Hits are top 10 bestsellers. And yeah. Goop does this, I would say maybe like once a year, they'll come out with their top 10 list of bestsellers. And we have no way of knowing if this is true. This is sort of like Netflix coming out with their, you know, top 10 most streamed shows or whatever. Like this is all done internally. They don't release their data. No. And so I don't, yeah, no, no one knows if this is true. Maybe this is stuff that they need to sell more of. But to me... I like to know what is out there. Like I want to keep my finger on the pulse. I want to know what the goop readers are actually buying, clicking through. Like it might help us like to know, you know, what we should focus on when we talk about stuff. I don't know. Um, and I have to say this list was on the whole, not super surprising, but there was a couple of fun little surprises. What were the big surprises for you? Um, let me find oh my god i'm so disorganized today uh i should have copied and pasted this thing so let me as i find this let me just oh here here we go the the big i guess it's not a big surprise but i was a little i was a little surprised that uh that vintner's daughter was number three across the whole site because, because you thought it'd be higher because you thought it would be lower i yeah i guess i thought it would be l lower i just because it is so expensive i guess everything on goop is expensive and it's not like a goop branded product i i didn't know i just didn't know how how huge it was um and so that i, I love daughter it is huge. like vintner's daughter is like huge outside of goop like people just like love it like yeah it's like a cult classic like a cult fave but it's not like they sell it on Goop and Goop probably like made it more popular. But I think that it's just like, I think people like Pe people who don't read Goop use it. Like tell people me love it anyway. And I've looked, yeah, it's not, it's the exact same price on Goop as it is everywhere. It's always $185. It's never on sale. Um, I've tried yeah. to put in like Goop promo codes and it never works for Vintner's Daughter. What's a Goop promo code? Oh, I'll come to that later. Um, okay. Because there's a new one uh but okay so that was a little surprising the the top two the number one was the goop beauty goop glow microderm instant glow exfoliator which is uh, like sense. yeah which is totally makes sense it's great their best thing that they have i think i that's like there's that 
that exfoliator is really good. It's better. I, I have the pads, but I like, I love that. Yeah. The, the glycolic acid pads are good, but they are because you use them once and then you throw it away. Like they are so expensive. It ends up costing you like $10 per pad. Whereas the, well, this, I mean, this is also $125. Like this isn't cheap either. That's true. Um, you could probably you use less of it and like make it last longer. Um, Goop Beauty Goop Glow is number two, the Goop Glow Morning Skin Super Powder, which we love the taste of it. Um, it's a little, you know, lower price point. It's $60 for a pack of 30. Um, yeah. <laughs> Vintner's Daughter number three. Then, oh, then we have just the basic Goop Beauty Goop Jeans. Oh, this is the new, the new Goop Jeans all in one. Surprised me, the Goop Jeans um, all in one face cream, because didn't this come out like two months ago or something or less? Like a month ago. This just came out. This just came out. And so we don't know like the time period. Like maybe their best. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just over the course of the last month or something. Maybe, or maybe it like spiked and they were like, if they like adjust it for scale or whatever, they're like, oh, like this is like mm. this is selling better faster than anything else so that's why they call it that i don't know how they i don't know i don't know how business works a no. b i don't know what kind of crazy like business they're doing over at goop so like i don't understand any of it but i do think it's weird that like this is on here and then the other things are like vintner's daughter or like that lip balm that's been on there that they've been selling since like day one yeah oleo eoso lip balm I, this one was really shocking to me that I guess people like it. It, I, it, it seems like one of those things that is always on goop and that is just sort of a perennial, but I guess people buy it from goop. It's like, I think people like throw it in their bag. Cause it's like, they're always like, get this, get this, get this. And I think people are like on their buying presents or whatever. And they're like, Oh, mm. I'll just get this. Or like, Oh, I need something for free shipping. So they get that. Yeah. And it's pretty cheap. I mean, uh, it's $30. <laughs> Like so stupid. Early <laughs> bomb. But yeah, it, it rounds out if you need that, if you need that free shipping, it like rounds out the price. Yeah. Um then at number six, we have the beauty counter do skin moisturizing coverage. Yeah, uh, that's what I talk about all the time. Yeah, which this is another one. I guess I would just never buy it, but um people like it. Well, you don't use you I don't use yeah, this is this is a like a sunscreen slash makeup. It's like it's got an SPF in it, but it's like it's really like it's basically like a tinted moisturizer, okay, like yeah. BB cream. It's not a BB cream, but it's like a tinted moisturizer, I think. Um, and they always put this in all their like French girl beauty or like no makeup makeup kind of thing because it's like really light. Maybe it's great. I don't know, but whatever. Then it's like tinted moisturizer, like. I'm not going to buy tinted moisturizer from Goop. Like I would get that from CVS. Like it all is the exact same shit. Tinted moisturizer is the one thing that it's like, come on. Like you don't like, you can get that anywhere. It's like all the same, right? Yeah. I, uh, I would guess so. I have no idea. Uh, I tried to do self tanner once and it was a disaster. So I've never done anything like that since. It's not self tanner. It's not the same thing as self tanner at all. <laughs> I guess not. It's, well, yeah, I guess not. Uh, so number seven is the Goop Beauty Gtox Himalayan Salt Salt Scalp Scrub Shampoo. What a name! This was surprised me because this, out of all the Goop products, this doesn't seem that uh, interesting to me. Like I, I'm I'm never tempted to buy this. I'm never tempted to buy any of this stuff, but these are definitely the things that they push the most. Yeah. Which is like always the most boring stuff. The other thing that's really boring is like their their clean mascara that they have on there. Like, right. 
I never care about it. I'm like, I just never think like, oh, I'm going to buy my, like this mascara. For, like, I don't know. Just like this shit is like not what I need from Goop. Yeah. Um, some, some people do apparently because it's their top selling stuff. Number eight is the Barbara Sturm enzyme cleanser, which is another one that's always been on Goop forever. It must be, it's another like cult product that people like outside of Goop. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the the mascara which again, yeah, I don't wear makeup, but $62 for mascara sounds insane. I mean, just like, I don't know. For me, my only thing, if I spend a lot of make money on makeup, like I want it to be like, have like a designer label on it. Cause I'm just like really stupid, I guess. But that's what I like. So. And you don't consider Westman Atelier a designer? No, I consider it like a weird, like, isn't it like a natural thing? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm not buying natural makeup. I'm not buying natural mascara. Uh, yeah, it's a GP favorite though. And number 10 is something I actually would like. It's the Goop Beauty Goop Glow 20% Vitamin C and Hyaluronic Acid Glow Serum. The one that comes, was oh, this the one that comes like with the powder and the liquid and you mix it together? No, this is just a regular serum. Oh, this but... is just the regular serum. I just don't feel this is one seems to me like a ripoff. Like you can get this exact same product from like a bunch of other places. Maybe theirs is like better or something, but I don't know why. Oh no, this is the one that has it's the two. It says before you first use mix the vitamin C powder with the serum. So it comes Oh, you uh, mix it with oh you mix the powder with the high hyaluronic acid serum. Because supposedly vitamin C deteriorate vitamin C deteriorates really quickly. So they claim that this is just like a fresher, more potent version. Well, but it's not, that's another one. Like you can get, you can get those powders and stuff too for like way cheaper. Like yeah, you can sure. get all this stuff. Like this is not like, they didn't like invent this. They just no. charge more for, it for some reason. Yeah. I would say all of these things, you can get cheaper versions of them probably except for the Venna's daughter. Which is, I guess, why it's and so expensive. Well, I guess I, mean, I don't know what that is really. I really have no idea what the Goop Glow powder morning, the drinking powder is. But well, I, it's it's like it's like a fancy uh, emergency. You know, it's not that different. It's a vitamin C immunity powder that tastes like orange. But it's and, for your skin. This has it has um, like CoQ10 and like it's like all for your like it's supposed to make your skin look better. Yeah, maybe that's the difference. But I bet, I don't know. I think all the, like all these in, uh, Instagram influencers have their own branded like morning powder now. Probably, oh, do they're, they? probably they're copying Gwyneth. I mean, maybe, but I, I also like, it's also possible that it is the same exact shit and they're just like marketing it different because it's all just marketing. Like none of it. I seriously doubt that this Goop Glow does anything for your skin at all, but. Yeah, it does taste good. And, but. It tastes good. I can, yeah, I, I don't think it, it probably works the way that they advertise it working uh so that's top 10 um i guess yeah it wasn't too surprising none of like the the g-talk stuff no, definitely none of the vitamins or the chews uh, uh the foam roller the donabi um don't know, we, we know that donabi wasn't a best yeah <laughs> so mm. i guess this makes sense that goop has really focused on their beauty products because these are the things that the website sells more than you know cooking utensils or exercise equipment oh for sure for sure uh what was your worst okay my worst was like this 
adulting thing where it was the upgrades that made us feel like adults and i get it i under i mean i think it's just another spin on the same thing whatever um just another way to show their products that are for sale and they're focusing i guess on things that they consider to be more adult but one of them the first thing out of the gate is the fucking younger clean cleanse the clean program which right. apparently is $185 i thought it was way more than that so alexander younger he's the original sort of like fast guy that goop has used but this this cleanse thing that he promotes it's in direct competition with prolon right this is like instead of doing the prolon i guess but they've always loved younger and they've always loved his clean his detox kit yeah i think this is probably many times even more because prolon is relatively new at least to goop they've only been hawking that for the past year so i but i am sort of surprised that they're doing i mean i guess they do that with other categories like they sell you know multiple cleansers and stuff oh yeah i mean i'm I'm sure that they would they sell multiple cleanses but i just to me the idea that like in order to be an adult or to be like mature you have to do this fucking stupid fasting program or starve yourself or like hurt your body by depriving it from nutrients that it needs is so grotesque to me and it's such like it's just like part of like the whole lie of the entire wellness industry that like this is going to make you better this is going to make you more adult and smarter and thinner and more successful and richer and hotter and all the things that you want to be so bad because who you naturally are is such a piece of shit that you really need to improve. It's all about improve, 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 even though it's like, do you need to improve? Are you okay just the way you are? What if you stopped worrying about making, being better all the time? Like better than what? Like, yeah. cause that's just like reinforcing that there's something wrong with you all the time, which is like how these people make their money. And then to be like, this is the adult thing to do. Fucking starve yourself. It's not. And then they just go through and have a bunch of other dumb things. I mean, whatever, you know, they're just selling stuff. Some of the stuff I actually have, of course, but um, there's like pots and pans and I, and of course my buckthorn face oil, which I do of course. use, does make me feel very adult. There's also like a $500 um, infrared sauna blanket, which <laughs> like that doesn't seem adult. To, I mean, like, oh, how mature of you to well, be like, I'm sure like the most adult person I can think of is like, Dr. Fauci. Like, I'm sure every night he's getting under his fucking $500 sauna blanket and starving himself on the fucking younger cleanse. It's like, what do you think these people are doing? What do you think that people that you actually look up to are doing? They're not doing this shit. No. And, and to goop, I mean, adulting or making you feel like an adult is just a, is just another way of saying you're rich enough to buy this stuff. And they basically rich. Yeah. Uh, it means you're rich enough to like frivolously waste money, which is like really immature. So that's yeah. true. Yeah, that is true. It's immature. I like. There's the one person that um, said expensive lube is the thing that makes her feel like an adult. I mean, that is the. You know, when I was younger, when I was like a teenager, the adults, like people in their forties who were like really sexual, was like a really funny and b really disgusting. Like I was <laughs> obsessed with it, and I always thought of like. I always called it like adult contemporary, but I wasn't referring to the type of music. I was referring to like the type of person who like would be like a woman in her forties drinking like a glass of like Malbec or something in like 
on like a leather sofa and have like some weird like erotic photographs up on her wall and just like have like expensive lube and like weird like BDSM things that all cost like thousands of dollars. And I just remember being like, just like disgusted at like the idea of it. I think I got the vibe that some of my friend's parents might've been kind of like that. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was just not into it at all. And when I read this stuff and I see goop, like providing these people with like the things they need to become that fucking sexy bitch who's good for her. But also I don't want to ever be like that. I feel really uncomfortable. Like there's something about people who spend a shit. I mean, whatever, do whatever you want, spend your money, however you want. But like, there's just something to me about spending so much money on like really, really nice stuff that you're just going to use to have sex with is so gross and weird. I hate it. I, just, I agree. I, I can't get, I'm not on board with that at all. Um, but yeah, some people, I guess, would say the same about spending a lot of money on like great cooking utensils or whatever, I mean, like a, eat off a, those plates, a, a 4K like, TV. Like it's just what you're into. <laughs> what you're into, I guess. But I don't know. That's just like, I, I just don't want, I just don't like the idea. It makes like, you know, that like SNL sketch where they're like my lover, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, that's totally. Yeah. That's Rachel what I think Thrash of. That's what people like, yeah. Oh, completely with yeah they're always in a hot tub that Ugh. yeah they're yeah when we were kids i swear to god hot were hot tub, hot tubs were especially popular like in the 80s right like more than now i don't know i mean i still think hot tubs are pretty cool i, feel I like, like hot tubs. i feel like everyone was like building their own hot tub when i was a kid like everyone's dad Wait, what like, do you mean what do you mean by that like like building a hot tub in the backyard was like a thing that dads did I don't know. That's like, not something I, I, I never, do, do you mean, are you thinking of like one per, it seems, sounds like you met someone who was doing this and you think like all dads. Maybe. No, I think, I know it. No, I guess. Cause when we moved, my house already had a hot tub. Maybe I'm just completely making this up. It just seemed like a dad, a dad thing to like, like be out in the hot tub a lot. I don't know. Fishy. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I experienced that. It might have been more of like a Bay Area, Northern California thing where it gets like colder at night. I don't know. It is really nice because we never had a pool or anything when I was a kid, but then my parents got a pool after when I was like in my 20s and moved out. And so I've been in their hot tub many, many times. And like, it is really nice to oh, fucking get at night They're when great. it's cold out. Uh, the, only, uh, the only other one in this article I did like was Gerda's edition, which was the david lynch foundation transcendental meditation um i know i kind of think that's bullshit i got i got his book about it he's really into transcendental meditation that's where he gets all his ideas from yeah you uh, read but, some weird book that's like a picture it's just like pictures of <laughs> fish that he threw or something i bought it for like as like a gift for someone and like was like what is this Gerda says she's been on her own since she was a teenager and after her freshman year at college, she spent her last $65 on a course in transcendental meditation, which I would actually claim is probably not the adult thing to do, but she felt that it was worth like it. That seems a bad idea and it also doesn't seem true. I'm sure it's not true. Because she was going to Cal, I mean, maybe she was paying her own way through college. Who knows? I don't know what Gerda's finances are or what her relationship with her parents are. Like she was on her own from since she was a teenager. So what what does that? But what does that mean on her own? Like I was on my own, technically, since I was you know I went to, started going to college when I was seventeen. But like my, parents, but you would never. That's not how you would describe. But I would like, not say I was on my own. I mean, a lot of people went to college. Yeah. It's like I don't think that's what she means. I think she means something more. That she, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, what? Wait. Oh, I have my worst. Okay. So my worst was the article or the interview with the guy from Noom, the psychologist from Noom. I thought this was interesting. I kind of liked it. So, so why? I think he definitely had some, some points that I agree with, but as someone who did the two week free trial of Noom, it is the stupidest, most wasteful thing in the world. And And maybe it works for some people to just have that, that sort of accountability by like texting a coach that you don't know. And that probably has like a thousand quote unquote clients. But I for, saw a job posting to be one of those people. To be one, I mean, it actually would be a pretty like chill job, I think. Yeah, it seemed actually pretty good. Um, ooh, yeah. How much, did they say how much they were paying? No, and there were like some other weird reasons that I, like it actually seemed like kind of bad. It seemed like kind of a bad deal. I think you didn't get paid a lot and it was like definitely work from home and yeah, it yeah, had yeah. some other weird, I didn't apply for it for a variety of reasons, but. Oh, probably just because I'm like not fit, and like I think you like have to be that. But well, it's over the phone. You don't know what anyone looks like. Or I, I guess know. You get, Why? You got a picture of your trainer, I remember. Um, but yeah, it seemed a little like the lady that was my coach when I was doing it. It seemed a little MLM-y. Like I'm not saying it's an MLM, but it was like that vibe of she's a like, like you know yeah, or it's just like she's a mom that like needs extra money, and so she's a quote unquote trainer. I mean, maybe she's very qualified. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How dare those moms who need extra right. money. Yeah, they should, they should work on being moms. <laughs> yeah, what are they trying to do, do here? Uh, but so this guy, he, he talks about uh, willpower and um, accountability and like giving yourself little rewards for building good habits. And on the whole, I agree with a lot of what he says, but I just felt Noom itself at, I think it's sort of like a $40 monthly charge was extreme when you could do, you know, lose it or my fitness pal or any of those. And they're basically free for pretty much the same service other than like, you're not like you are technically texting a real person, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel any realer than like, you know, when someone texts you and it's like, are you going to vote no on Prop 22? Like it's that level of engagement. Yeah. It's like my stylist at Nordstrom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> makes my box where it's like, I have a picture of her and she'll be like, and sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, this was really cute. Thanks. And she's like, oh my God, I'm glad you like it. It's going to look so cute with this other thing. And I'll be like, yeah. But then I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I texting this person like this? This is so weird. And then I stop and then I'm like, have a complex that I'm being rude or something or treating her like shit. But it's like, I just feel like weird about the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it, it is like the, like the gig economy version of sort of like a, like a, yeah, like a private coach or friend. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's online therapy, all these things you can do now, but it is, I, I don't know. I feel like either just do the free one, like my fitness pal or spring for a personal trainer. Like this middle noom thing seems like neither fish nor fowl. The article was really about like CBT cognitive behavior, which actually is the only, it's like pretty much the only type of therapy that's like actually been studied and like peer reviewed and like actually definitely works. Like um, as opposed to like more like analytical, like Freudian sort of inspired therapy which like has basically been been debunked. 
And I think most therapists, like if you go and work with them are kind of doing a hybrid because there's not really a good way to like test for the idea that you need to like go into your past and like figure out what's like really bothering you or whatever about that's like causing you to like have like unwanted behaviors. And then like the CBT is like kind of part of like how the unwanted behavior, like how you like fix the unwanted behaviors. Yeah. So I appreciate that. But I, I, to me, the noom idea and the, and the kind of premise of the article was like this very goop thing of taking a, taking something that works, that's like a kernel of truth, like CBT is an effective therapy, like type of therapy. Okay, great. So taking that and then like using it to sell a product that doesn't necessarily work because it's like, there are a lot of ways of, of doing CBT. Usually you need to be doing that with like a therapist, like a trained therapist, or at the very least, like, I mean, some people can go through with like workbooks and stuff, but you still probably should have someone like helping you do it. And you, you like, it's not the same thing as like having an app that you'd like texted someone who's like not trained in it at all to like help you lose weight. It's just like not the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure CBT works and that Noom's sort of philosophy is based on whatever their findings are. But I think in practice there, you really don't have much accountability because it's this person you don't know who, if you don't text them, like if they'll text you every day, as long as you keep texting back, like, Hey, how are you doing? Or whatever. And you say, Oh, you know, I, I, you know, exercise, but then I got cheesecake factory and then she'll text you back. Well, so how do you think tomorrow you can do better whatever. But then if you stop texting her back like once, then she'll stop texting. It's like, it's, there's, there's really, it's a really like low bar of, of actually being accountable and like, and, and like building up sense. these good habits. Because like CBT is like not even about accountability. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like all therapy is really about like independence and like how can you like make yourself happy and successful and like live the life that you want to live so that you are like a well-adjusted person. Yeah. So basically the idea is like, I mean, I took like one class in this, so this is all I know, but basically like you identify like these like triggers, like things that make you have these certain reactions. And usually like you're like telling yourself thoughts or something, you have like a belief about something that this will be triggered. And then that will then trigger like a behavior, like a negative behavior that you want to stop doing. So like you might want to start like having anxiety and that makes you want to smoke a cigarette or feeling depressed. That makes you reach for a cupcake, whatever. Like those are like examples, but then obviously it goes like far and wide and deep into like all different types of human behavior. So the like practitioner or whatever, the therapist will help you identify what your triggers are, what kind of like stories you're telling yourself, what you're, and like what the behavior is. Cause sometimes you don't even know oh, this is a behavior that I'm doing every time I feel upset thinking about like whatever thing happened or whenever I have this emotion. I don't even really, like, like for me, it's like, I'm like a procrastinator, but it's like, I don't think of myself as being like, oh, I'm doing, I'm procrastinating because I'm like having the same emotion every single time that's always making me do it. Mm. That's like always triggered by something else. But it is, it's like you, you identify these patterns and then you can like, you can remedy it. But you're not, you shouldn't be texting someone every day. Like, Oh, it happened again. Like, that's just not how it works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it didn't, to me, this thing did not seem useful. Uh, and maybe to other people it is, but I, yeah, I don't really get in practice what Noom is like having, having much to do with 
what you were talking about in regards to to CBT. It, but that's yeah. like how they market. Like that's yeah. what the whole article was about. Well, I think it, it, it is like, I mean, that, that that stuff is the basis of pretty much like so many self-help books and everything is like figuring out why your behavior happens and like what emotions that comes from. That just seems so sort of all encompassing in, in a lot of like aspects of, of people's lives and specifically in self-help literature. So yeah, I don't, I don't really see how this is unique to that or whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's probably not. I think that most people just like honestly need to be in therapy. Like you need to like be doing it with like a person who knows what's going on. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, I'll fix myself. Like, cause if you could, you would have done that already. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are some, I mean, nutritionists are obviously not the same as therapists, but like, I guess in some sense they, they tackle like a different. Well, it's totally different. Like if you're there, if your nutritionist is like, you need to eat this and you do it, then you don't need a therapist. But if you're like, oh, if, but if your nutritionist is like, you know, you are going to like die if you keep eating X, Y, or Z. And you were like, but I literally cannot stop doing it. Well then like, why are you doing something that you know is harming your body? That's what you would need to like look into or whatever. Like why is this so important to you that you won't give it up? Uh, Yeah. Then you need therapy. But like, what's Noom going to do about that? Yeah, because as soon as the only thing that they can do is is be is text you and say, "Oh, have you tried like thinking about that?" Like, it's so, it was just so non-specific, and you could tell that each of these quote-unquote trainers had probably like a thousand people that they were constantly texting back. Yeah, you don't want to be fucking giving that shit. Also, speaking of MLMs this is sort of a non sequitur, but there's my new thing on YouTube that I'm obsessed with are these like anti MLM, former MLM members who are like, who like hate them so much and they will go. And it's like, but the thing about it, that's amazing is like, they're not like, they're not like broken down people and they're not like experts. They're like the same, like basic kind of women who are like joining these things in the first place but then like realize that it's all crazy and so they want to expose it but they're still like they'll be doing one where it's like mlm is bullshit and then they'll be like here's all the leopard print shit i got on amazon today like they'll have like a video like (laughs) they'll be like oh and also like i i I went on an mlm call and recorded the whole thing and now i'm gonna play it and like fuck these people and then like it's just like this like constant back and forth and then it'll be like their slow cooker recipes it's really really good it's like exactly what i want because they're these like basic woke basic women and i'm like i love you this is so good it sounds fun yeah uh i did really like the mlm um episode of was it the wellness show on netflix there were some mlm thing i watched recently that was really good oh unwell yeah was it it, maybe it was an episode of unwell because i was like i don't need to see this i yeah there uh, yeah the beast the beasting one was pretty interesting but some of them were bad um what was your craziest okay so finally we get to my craziest god this is like kind of a long one i think i know um my craziest was not in the newsletter. It was something that happened in real life. There was an NPR story that broke about a person who works with Goop, and I am really pissed. What? About it. Really pissed because they fucked up and they need to fix this like ASAP. There was a woman named Dominique Braden Reed. Oh yes, Jen Gunter was talking about her. Okay, well, she owns a company called Vital Life MD. 
And she's just like a woman who sells supplements or something on the internet. And she was hired to help formulate a little something called Madam Ovary. That's right. The Madam Ovary that is sold on Goop as part of their little, their new little fucking, it's like the new one, right? Yeah, it, it came yeah, out after the, the other ones, yeah. And fucking what's her name loves it. Um, the one who's been on her own since she's 17. I just forgot her name. Gerda. Gerda loves it. God, poor Gerda. I can't even keep her name in my head. I feel so bad about that. If it was anyone else, I would remember that. Um, oh, Gerda. Um, okay, so she, so this bitch went on Instagram and she was trying to sell something called Thymazine Alpha 1 injections, which is just some fucking bullshit, which is like, it's been studied. Like all of this shit has like a kernel of truth. So like it's been studied. Can this help with cancer? Can it help with SARS? Which like, I think COVID is like a type of SARS. Like it's, it, it's, so there's like a little bit of whatever kernel of truth. She goes on, to, on fucking Instagram. She's selling the shit and she's like, it's FDA approved. It's not, it's magic. Come on. It's one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. Obviously untrue, unfounded. It costs $400 a month. And NPR did this like huge story about, about this, um, this uh simon alpha one which is like i guess something it's like another one that's like making the rounds of these like crazy like covid instagram people which is like also we do we are gonna have to talk about how like this covid shit has like absolutely infested wellness like wellness people are all hawking their own covid thing and it is so disturbing it's really really upsetting they how many wellness people think covid's a hoax they think it's like they're gonna cure it with some bullshit like these people it's like when you see that shit just block it out like they're fucking full of shit and they're trying to take your money and they don't care about you like it's evil to do this right now it's yeah it's completely and it's completely inevitable it's a it's the new sort of anti-vax thing it's like it's the new anti-vax and it's like they they had to lose the anti-vax fight and so now they have this and it's like this is like even worse because it's like so this this woman is selling these injections saying that it could help cure covid yeah, and that it's FDA approved. Wow. I mean, Goop really, they skirt a fine line because a lot of, like the people, like they, they've been better, but they're, they still get mixed up with these because they would real never bad actors. That's, that's the thing. Like yeah. Goop would never put this, this would never be on Goop no. as like, this will help you fight COVID-19, but they'll work with these people for like other stuff, which like, I'm sure is fine. Like I'm sure the vitamin packs are fine, but it's like, you can get those anywhere. And like, I'm sure like they don't probably don't need like a consultant to help them do, do this. Like, no. And buy. now they have Gerda in house. And so well, maybe- Gerda was promoting Madam Ovary. Yeah, and she comes from the the supplement industry. Like that, that's her background. Well, she's been on her own since she's a teenager. Yes. She's got to get by somehow. <laughs> she went and straight from meditation to supplements. meditation. Maybe Gerda's not all she's cracked up to be. How about that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, anyway. this. I wonder if Goop will, well, because and the, the the mainstream media always picks up whenever there's a Goop connection. Of course, Jen Gunter, who had been very quiet about Goop for months. Um, is now back on the, the anti-goop train um, because oh, of I was this going lady. to the hospital. I know. I just saw that. I'm sorry. Breaking I know. It's news. Da, 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 da. Wait, you sounded pretty gleeful when you said that. I was just shocked. Well, I'm gleeful because I'm in this animated conversation yeah, yeah. And, about Gerda and I just was like, that is so crazy. Okay. It's, that means it's bad, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to go back on this, but it's like, 
he definitely knew that he had it before this, before yesterday. Because oh you don't go from bad. getting, you don't go from like, oh, someone I knew had it. Maybe I should get a test to like, you're going to the Walter Reed in yeah. one day and having symptoms. Right, right, right. Oh my God. Okay. Well, wow. I'm glad I got that peacock free streaming news now that i don't have cable anymore so i can just gorge on the news you don't have cable later. anymore no i got rid of it i'm a cord cutter so you can't watch but you watch everything on you can't so you can't watch the house real housewives i buy the real housewives on itunes now you buy your a la carte, a la carte. So you can't watch would you have hbo max yeah i have every streaming service Okay, so it's like you have it. It's oh, I mean, I, I just don't. Yeah, I can't watch cable cable news, which I don't really watch anymore. Live, right. and now now I have like one of those antennas, so I can watch you know live network TV. Oh, old fashioned. Yeah, but it saves. I even if I buy every season of Real Housewives, it still saves money from getting even like the lowest price, like Sling or whatever, was still like forty dollars a month. So, do are you buying Potomac as it comes out? You buy the like season, so it's twenty five bucks for the season, and then as soon as the new episodes come out, they they pop up on your. Oh, Apple you TV. buy it as a season. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Um, Trump's in the hospital. I cut the cord. This lady's selling fake FDA approved COVID uh, vax or cures. Jen Gunter. Three episodes of Jen Splaining are now on YouTube. The, C- the CBC has released three episodes. Oh my God, they playing. finally let her free, yeah. let her go. They like, gave her her, she's like the Taylor Swift. Of, yeah. She um, owns the masters. Like health entertainment. Um, I know, yeah, we have, we have to finish watching the Ingoop health things, oh, but, but next month I want to do a gensplaining deep dive Ingoop on our Patreon. Health. I'm going to probably need to go on that fucking Chablis diet to get through that shit. I'm going to probably... <laughs> open i know exactly the bottle i'm opening to watch that because i can't deal with it it's, it's so boring it's but so maybe, boring I'm i mean gonna... yeah all right okay let's get back to the things so yeah, yeah, yeah uh okay so my craziest oh my god my notes app i'm sorry i'm like so disorganized this week um okay. what was my craziest? oh it was just the video like the you so Gwyneth released this new Goop Jeans body butter for her birthday and they had like a minute and a half sort of Goop commercial that they released that looked literally like a hostage video where all these Goop employees had to like slather this body butter onto their legs and tell the camera why they loved this body butter so much. Um, and it, I mean, I realize everyone has to like do it at home and like send in the file, but it just looked very uh, low budge. And is it happy or sad to spend your 48, what was her 48th birthday? Yeah, 48. To celebrate your 48th birthday by posing naked in order to sell body lotion. I mean, this is what she's chosen to do with her life. Like she doesn't have to do this. She could have. Yeah, she, she really enjoyed, because she could have literally just stayed a movie star. And she said, no, I don't want to be a movie star anymore. I want to sell body butter naked in order to keep, I mean, what's the one interesting thing about reading, uh, listening to that Q&A with Gwyneth and Elise is Gwyneth did make it seem like at the beginning of COVID, it was a rocky, like Goop had a rocky few months financially. Um, so she's really, I think she's really putting her all into this company. She loves it. She loves what she does. And good for her. And I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be me without it. So God no, bless. exactly. 
Um, but yeah, this video just looked, it, it just didn't look like anyone was having fun. Body butter mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's great, but there's only so much you can say about it. Um, and I say some Goop employees are camera ready. Some are not as comfortable in front of the camera. And, uh, you know, not everyone is Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> you can say that again, but please don't. Uh, the one, I mean, we, we, you know, every, I love all Goop employees equally, but Elise, no, Elise in these short shorts sprawling on the lawn, she has, I mean, we all, I have fair skin as well, but with her pale legs slathering that body butter on, it was not a great look for her. Mm. Like everyone else was sort of in, I don't know, like in a nicely lighted room. And for some reason she was just like outside in a field doing it. It was very strange. You know, Elise is- She's, she's a Montana, like she's a Montana girl at heart. She's a real cowboy. Yeah, she's a cowboy, exactly, that is true. Okay. Uh, what would you try? Okay, so I'm gonna just do this one quick because it's a callback to my Ask Jean one. I would try the tip, which was, okay, I was going through the list, blah, blah, blah. Okay, product, product, product for these blowout things, whatever. And then one of the products is brow gel. And I'm like, brow gel, that's a reach. This is about blowouts. Okay, whatever. Reading, reading, reading. I watched the video. Finally, I got to the end. He breaks out the brow gel and I see what he's using it for. He puts it, my hair always has flyaways. Never, never in my life have I had a smooth hair ever. I could get the most expensive blood on the planet and I'll have frizz, flyaway, whatever. He's like, I put it on your roots, like mascara on your root, like at your part so that your hair doesn't fly away. And I was like, that's a really good Whoa. idea. And I was like, oh my God. So I really did like that tip. I was like, I'm going to do that. If I ever leave the house again and, and blow dry my hair, I'm going to put brow brow gel in my hair. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, I've never really had my hair long enough to have flyaways, but I imagine if I did, I would constantly be doing that. that I mean, just, so it just sort of like weighs down your hair. Well, it just like, it's like gel basically, but it's oh, just yeah. like thinner. It's just like a little bit. I think it, um, I think it probably like doesn't make your hair like crispy and like gel can go on like uneven and gloopy and like look kind of weird. And like, you don't want to get crispy, you know, on your, totally. you, you want to be like soft looking. So I think it's like puts a little bit. So it's just like a very like light touch to just kind of like keep the flyaways down and not really have to. What's a great tip. I, I, would, I never yeah. heard that. Before. That's probably something I bet you people are listening and they're like, she never heard that before, but I never did. So. Well, it seems like one of those, yeah, professional sort of hairstylist or like makeup artist tips that you would yeah, know if like you were on secret. set. Yeah. Who would, I would never think to do that. Um, okay. So what I would try, there was an article called 15 functional pieces worth the splurge. Um, <laughs> when they tell you to splurge on goop, you fucking better have yeah. to because they are not playing around. Like they, they, when they say splurge, they mean fucking splurge. And yeah, so most of these are like, you know, $900 pea coats and stuff. But uh, one was just to buy a masterclass subscription for $14.99 a month. And I do not think I will do this, but I have to say, uh, Aggie knows uh, I am currently taking a class right now. Um, it's just like a writing class. Aggie has taken it too. I am enjoying being a student literally only had one class so far but i i just like the external uh what were we saying before like accountability of like doing something and i 
I just want to keep like taking classes in like whatever subject, like just now everything's on video anyway. Like I could just always be taking like an hour long class every week for the rest of my life. I know. Well, you know, what's so funny is cause after that class, I was like, I wanted to take a class. And so I just like Googled about like the TV writing ones. And I found the commercial for the Shonda Rhimes one. And I just like took a couple, I like got what I could from the commercial and I was like, I got it. And I've just like been like working on what she said. Oh. <laughs> three minutes yeah. in the like intro and I was like mm, I think I got it and so oh, yeah. I would definitely probably benefit from paying the $15 and getting the actual class but um especially because yeah, it's like if you get and that doesn't really seem like that much of a splurge to me it's $15 a, a month no that's definitely not a splurge especially if you if you like taking classes there's also I looked because I was looking I you know I'm liking this tv writing class but I sort of want to take a like a fiction writing class because I've never I've never really tried to write fiction and I've never taken a class. Um, but the yeah. library offers like free online fiction writing classes. It does. Oh my yeah. God. I love the fucking library. And so I'm like, Oh, I should just do. Th I mean, it might be like literally an insane person teaching me, but it would be so fun. Yeah. I wonder who teaches it. I, yeah, it probably be. I mean, I, I would also be curious to know who else is going to be in the class. Cause it's, I bet you get a Yeah. Cause, Oh, cause yeah. Especially if you have to like read your classes. work. Um, I on I just want to write our generation's Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> I mean, the only person stopping you is you, Brian. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. What would you buy? Oh, um, I, okay. So now this is what I'd really buy. I would buy all of the journaling stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not a hobby person, but I do really, I have been really getting into journaling. I love to journal. I, it chills me out so much. It's like the only thing that like calms me down is like writing out my feelings yeah. and it's like extra good. If you can like make it look sort of cute or like make it organized or like make it nice or like spend some time, like just like writing lists. Like I just, I write stuff down all the time. Like I always will like I'll write lists, I'll write plans, I'll write notes, I'll write ideas. Like I just like, I write stuff down constantly and I, but I've never really considered myself a journal, a journal person, partly because I've read a lot of like, like I've read like Sylvia Plath's journals and stuff like that. And it's like, when I'm writing in a journal, I always feel like, oh my God, like, am I going to die? And someone's going to find this. And then it's like, you can't publish this crazy shit. Like it's not like Sylvia Plath's journals or whatever. So it's like, I feel stupid doing it but it's really just like for me I'm like yeah. I once you get over that part of it it like really is is like I just enjoy it so anyway there was this little I mean really short like Q&A with this woman um she has a long video on Ingoop Health oh boy oh oh good I'll watch that because if it's about journaling is it about journaling it's more like art journaling like drawing as journaling I think, okay, at least there's something I can yeah. get behind on the thing. Okay, so her name's Mira Lee Patel, and she's, like, she's, like, published a lot of, like, you know, like, guided journals and art journals and stuff like that. I've never really used one, but I probably would, and if it came from Goop, it might be, like, extra, you know, extra nice. And I guess there's, like, a Goop journal called the Goop Exclusive Reflections notebook that's like uh, I don't really know what it is but it's like a notebook I don't know if it's just a blank notebook inside I think it's like got I don't know if it's got guided stuff I don't know what it is but it seems kind of fun they I, yeah because I, I actually own a goop journal 
called Journeys. I don't know if they still sell it, but I think John gave it to me for either Christmas or my birthday a couple years ago. And Does it have goop stuff? It's no, made by- it's all like, um, it's like dot, it's not like lined, it's like those dots, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, I those are annoying. Um, I don't mind it because I have pretty like bad handwriting, but I, I started doing sort of like morning pages, just like stream of consciousness journaling for just three minutes every morning uh, a couple months ago. And it is, I, I sort of want to expand. <laughs> morning pages is supposed to be three pages. <laughs> Not three minutes. Oh, I thought it was three minutes. No, it's three pages. Oh, fuck. Then I'm only doing like, <laughs> well, I'm doing an abbreviated version. I don't think I could do three pages. That sounds like a lot. Three pages is a lot, yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. I know. I, I swear to God, whatever I read, it said three minutes. I, well, what, what you read wasn't the artist's way. That's no, definitely from. not the artist. Oh, my God. I tried to do the artist's way a long time ago. It's, I couldn't do it. It's like, yeah. It's uh, but yeah, no. Um, Journaling is fun, especially if you have a, a pretty journal. And yeah. you like those really fancy spiral-bound planner things, too. I like the Well, my journal, I have, my mom gave me this, like, really nice journal I'm showing you right now, like, years ago that I always feel sort of intimidated by writing in. That's from mm. Graphic Image. It's just, like, a silver-bound, like, leather-bound journal. It's cute. But, like, I have all kinds of journals. I have that. I have like cute ones I've got a lot of journals and then I do have like a big I did just like make a big purchase of a planner that's coming soon that was like that's like a big expensive planner but um I like it all baby I have like yeah I use like notepads too like yellow I like legal pads I need to because I I do pretty much all of my like ideas all of my lists everything are just on my notes app on my phone and it's so disorganized I don't even really have like folders and so I just have to like search for, I, I, yeah, I need to get more organized. And It's do, easy to search them, but it's just hard because it's like, if I, if I write something in my notes app, it all looks the same and I can't, I don't remember what it is, but it's like when I, if I write something in a journal, it's like, I remember where I wrote it. Cause I remember, right. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, I remember the act of right. Instead of just like, oh, I was sitting in front of my computer that always looks the same. I wrote it on like this specific page. Like I remember how far into the book it is. I remember which journal it's in. Like I remember... I just remember more, so yeah. it helps. Totally. Uh, okay, so what I would buy quickly, well, what I really want to buy is the Martini back so- Bath Soak and, of course, Vintner's Daughter, but uh, there is a Goop coupon code that the only people that have mm-hmm. it now are people that went to the In Goop Health uh, virtual seminar, but I'm going to break a goop rule and tell you what the code is. Okay. And uh, I'm going just, to use my journal to write it down so that I can use it later. Exactly. It's just goop 30. Um, if you're in the United States, if you're in Canada, it's goop 30 hyphen CA. If you're in France, it's goop 30 hyphen FR. If you're in the UK, it's goop 30 hyphen UK. And this sale will be, it doesn't yeah. matter. What was it? Is it all caps or does it matter? It is all caps, but I don't think it matters. Um, and I think this 30% off sale will be available to the general public starting on Sunday, October 4th. So we're only getting this a couple days in advance. And I looked and it's only, it's like not that many things that are even on sale. There's like a couple of bath soaks that are on sale, but definitely not the martini. Uh, all the like nerd alert 
and like those things are on sale. It's all the like garbage that no one wants basically. But if you're in the market for some garbage, you can get 30% off. Am I? Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, I tried to use it for Vintner's Daughter and no go. Annoying. Well, maybe it'll be like expanded to more things when like, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, we've been talking for so long, it feels like. It was like a really long one, so I feel like, yeah, we should just end with that. Um, yeah, while we were recording, the hospital, or the, the hospital has been presidentized. The president the, yeah, has been exactly. hospitalized. Now. I, I'm sorry that I, like, broke that news on this podcast where I know everyone listening will already have known that because yeah. you're doing it later, but I have to say something. I was shocked. I, know, I mean, it, I, I was pretty surprised, honestly. That to, Yeah, I'm surprised know. that it's happening so quickly. I mean... Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. By the time this comes out, who knows? Who knows where we'll all be? Who knows what the future holds? Uh, it's thank you. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Go on Apple Podcasts. Write us a nice review. Give us five stars. Go to patreon.com slash goop yourself. Sign up for our Patreon and go to Teespring and get some goop t-shirts. Yeah. And, and I think we should do more t-shirts. We yeah, we need it. to... We need okay. to figure that out. We're gonna figure uh, that out. Yeah. And also, a uh, very special happy birthday wish to a uh, friend of the pod, Aziza, who was a uh, guest host a couple months ago. Um, it was, I think it's her birthday today, as this is coming out. Today? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so we hope she has a amazing, relaxing birthday. And yeah. she is also a, a Libra, like Gwyneth. And she's a Libra. And I like her. So Libras are good, actually. Exactly. Uh, okay, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 